Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? What's up, fam? You out there? You listening? Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your continued support. With everything going on right now, your rest is so important. That's why we're having the biggest MyPillow sale ever. Not only are my bed pillows as low as $19.98, but you can get the best body pillows ever. Regular $89.98, now only $29.98. Take your rest on the go with our Roll and Go Anywhere MyPillows for only $14.98. And we have our new couch and accent pillows. They aren't just for looks. They have MyPillow's patented adjustable fill that gives you that amazing MyPillow comfort. In this economy, you get the best gifts ever for the best prices ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you get deep discounts on body, couch, bolster pills, and so much more, including my original bed pills for as low as $19.98. Please order now while quantities last. Hey, what's going on? Another day, another day. It is the 9th of November. It's great to see you guys out there today. We have uh, uh, election um, hangover. That's what we got. We got we got election hangover today. So we're going to talk election for the first hour today and see what we got going on out there. I'll go through some breaking stuff too and see if there's anything uh, in the news out there as well today for the first hour today as well. So I look forward to that. Things are not as bad as they seem. There's a lot of good news. There's plenty of bad news, obviously, but there's there's a lot of silver linings, and I think uh, it's great to see Technofog use the silver linings on his uh, op-ed today. Um, so I want to cover Technofog. We'll start off there. We'll go through some of the demographics. We'll go through some of the races. We'll show you why things aren't as bad as they seem, even though in the environment that we're in, um, more realities, uh, abound, right? So we'll talk about that here in just a moment. It's great to see you guys working your way in here today. Do me a favor, tell a friend, tell a family member about the show here today for the second hour, Cassandra Watkins. You may have remembered Cassandra. We met over in Vegas when we were doing the event there, a uh, very important event in Vegas. Um, you know, considering the history of Vegas and stuff, uh, working security for that event in Vegas, it was very important for me. And, uh, we were able to pull that off, uh, that mission off with no problems. Um, but when we got back, I had a chance to, to meet, um, some amazing people there Cassandra and I is is uh, had a d- amazing spiritual discussions about her travels and uh, the trials and tribulations of her life. So we'll go back in to remind everybody about Cassandra and what she's been through in her life, and then we'll talk about uh, could just catch up with her and see what she's been up to uh, since the last time we talked. I think it'll be um, you know the getting a chance to speak to uh, empowering women 
as part of this movement who have been through a lot personally um, and have found ways, um, you know, through God to uh, to get through very difficult times in their lives and watch them uh, become empowered and be able to uh, affect the world in a very positive way. Um, those stories have been part of the journey um, that I've been through, which is very unexpected to go from decoding Q posts to going into a journey of meeting uh, empowered women for Trump leaders and the Latinas for Trump and the Asians for Trump um, and other, um, you know, uh, very powerful and uplifting and inspiring women as part of this movement it has been uh, a, a, an amazing surprise to be able to um, see uh, the power of women and the power of God work through women and, and watch as they um, are able to empower and uplift others. Cassandra has an amazing story, so I look forward to hearing, you know, it's just like everything else in the world today, not, not everything's all hunky-dory for everybody, but I look forward to having the conversation and catching up with Cassandra for the second hour. So do me a favor, tell somebody that they should come in and hang out today. If, uh, if they have time for the second hour, um, I'll get the, uh, the Zoom meeting opened up in about uh, 20 minutes or so, uh, and then Cassandra can hop in whenever she wants. But in the meantime, I want to get some election coverage stuff taken care of so we'll get that done for the first hour we'll check in with the breaking news out there today see what's going on out there as well that's the plan for today so tell somebody to come in and hang out with the, with us today it'll be an important show if i think that everybody will want to see today for sure always good discussions with uh, cassandra she's got an amazing mind do me a favor when you get a moment don't uh yeah check out the uh the foxhole app and make sure you learn how to work zoom but also check out the website when you get time uncensoredaid.com bookmark the website got it back up and going and getting it updated and more stuff uh changes coming to that as soon as i can figure out how to do stuff uh, the problem with uh, with doing your own website you have to learn how to do everything and it takes forever so <laughs> everything you see here i've i've pretty much had to figure out how to do with some help of Palladius, but you know he he helped uh, with the graphics and things like that but everything else i've been trying to figure out how to do so bookmark the website you can find us live five central four eastern foxhole d live twitch rumble cloud hub and tiger network youtube hates us band us so be it the podcast is up on every platform just search uncensored Abe. we're on episode 348 today already podbean iheart apple google spotify pick one anyone all of your favorite podcast platforms stitchers all the smaller ones just search uncensored Abe. you'll be able to find it and the podcast growth throughout this uh, couple year period where i just decided to throw up a podcast just to have another chance for somebody to listen if they're on their way home or something or just uh, want to listen later while they're you know laying in bed or whatever it may be uh, the podcast growth has been amazing and thank you guys for all your comments I see them all out there on Apple and Google and Spotify Podbean I see all the comments out there it's just I, I don't have all of my logins for the different platforms so for me to go go log into each platform figure out where the comment is reply to each comment um, it's not fun so I wish I could find an easier way to reply to all you out there, but I'll just say this between the lurkers and all of you guys out there, you guys are just an amazing part of the audience that I never really get a chance to really thank for being there. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, all of the podcasters, all the lurkers, everyone that's out there that listens every day. God bless you. Thank you for being here with me. I appreciate you all. I know you can't do it every day, all day, but I appreciate it very much. The live shows, you can always catch those replays are always up on the screen. We had drunk pinata here on Monday with a good discussion about what's happening out there in the decode of the Q post. Last night's Q post, I don't know what to make of it, dude. I'm 
skeptical like everything else but look we'll talk about it a little bit and we'll see what we can find and we'll see where everything leads i guess that's where it's going to go keep I'll keep the lights on if you can i could use your guys's help besides all the previous show content and the, and the mobile live events that we've done and covered uh, on the platform here um that's you can always find those i'm gonna get those updated but um i all of my bills are hitting right now it's between now and the next uh 10 days so i could really use your guys' help to help keep the lights on um i'm behind on pretty much everything obviously had a little hitch in the giddy up there for a couple months but uh you know it's a <laughs> for a small business that uh that'll, that'll almost do anybody in and i thought i was going to do the platform in for a while there but it hasn't so thanks guys very much for your thoughts loves and prayers cash app paypal patreon and buy me a coffee help keep the lights on if you want to do that you can also use your favorite platforms with gold pills and things like that don't forget at the foxhole.app the new way to help support platforms over there is to subscribe like pdx patriots did just did i think pdx patriots you are my absolute first sub and so you are going to get special benefits on the platform from this point forward the first 10 the first 10 subscribers are going to get something. I don't know what. I'll figure it the frick out at some point. But you're going to get something special for being the first 10 subscribers to the Uncensored Day platform. That I do know. So thank you, PDX Patriot, for the first subscription. I appreciate that very much. And everyone else over there on the Foxhole.app lurking and listening today, Daisy Chains, giving me a sub, too. Thank you, Daisy Chains, for your love, support, and prayers. You're an amazing Patriot out there as well. I see you all over the place helping Patriots, doing what you can. God bless you for all you do for everyone out there as well leadfoot and daisy chains also with the cans out there today guys thank you very much much love and god bless you guys welcome in foxhole fam Palladius rp4l first in the house leadfoot as well um i thank you guys very much for being here first tori is in the house listening and driving safe travels tori i hope all is well today i hope you had as good as a day as can be Palladius, thank you for dropping all the links out there i appreciate it uh, Spud Hat's in the house. It's time. Thanks, Spud Hat, for sharing the links out there. I see you doing that. I, God bless you, man. Thank you for for going to whatever your favorite social media is. Saying, hey, come hang out with Abe, man. You guys are missing something here. <laughs> so thanks, guys. I appreciate it very much. Tracy's in the house as well. Uh, who cares out there lurking and listening? Thanks, guys. First sub, indeed, PDX Patriot. Thank you very much, my friend, and I appreciate that very much. Uh, let me check in with the Rumble and the rest of the crowds out there, and we'll get moving here today. Uh, Chris, thank you for dropping all the links out there on all the other platforms. Yes, the P.O. box is definitely up, so if you guys want to send me something, that's good to go now. And if anything came to the old P.O. box, that'll be coming here hopefully by the end of the week here finally. So whew, I need that stuff from all of my old mail that I have not seen in two months. Um, sometimes you realize that there is mail that you need <laughs> when you don't get the stuff that you need for a while. Motivated moms out there lurking and listening and making chicken today. Over there on Rumble, much love and God bless you. Thanks for being here today. Uh, Glenn and many others over there on Rumble lurking and listening as well today. Uh, as usual, thanks, guys, for the Rumble crowd. Twitch crowd's working their way in here today. As always, much love to you guys. Z Patriot. Uh, let's see. Hard, hard thinker. Hardhead. That sounds familiar. <laughs> Toy Squirrels in the house. Uh, Miss MK. Jane, God bless you. Good to see you out there. And uh, Toy Squirrel, many others over there today lurking and listening also. Der Desert Fairy Gal, thank you for the new follow again over there on Twitch as well. Much love to you guys. Thanks for being here today. Who cares with 145 go pills? Thank you. Tracy, thank you for this diamond subscription. God bless you, Tracy. First diamond sub. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that that It's going to change the way, you know, because like I, I can get rid of Patreon this way. So I'm going to try to move all the Patreons over the, to that subscription platform because obviously Patreon's taking way more of people's money than than needs to be. You know what I'm saying? So glad, glad you're here with me as well, guys. So let me just hop straight into it before we uh, run out of too much time here. Cassandra will be here in about uh, 45, 45 
minutes or so. So I'm looking forward to having just a hangout discussion for the second half on that front as well. The first thing I have to absolutely talk about today is, uh, first of all, my camera is is tied into my Zoom today because Cassandra will be joining us, and I want to be able to say hello to Cassandra through Zoom, so that's why that camera's messed up. But don't worry, we'll get that fixed here in just a moment. Um, I want to give a special shout-out. God bless you, Toria. Uh, Sonia, God bless you as well. Good to see you out here. Um, I want a special shout-out to Badlands Media, uh, John Harold, Patel Patriot, Kate, and Brad and Zach Payne last night uh, doing a great job last night uh, with election coverage and bringing a bunch of great guests from all over the place in. Had Seth Keshaw on just before this. It was great to see him hop in there and say hello to my friends as well as Sidney Powell right after that hopping in and uh, saying hello and John and Zach and Kate and Brad asked some great questions and had a great discussion to the point where I need you to listen to this. If you have not heard this yet, you need to hear this. MC Sarge, good to see you out there. Much love and God bless you. Miss some K in the house as well. I guess keep the prayers coming. What's up, C's today? So if you haven't heard this, there's some points in here that you have to hear, and I hope that people are listening carefully. At least I hope they are. Because this is extremely important about the discussions that they had here today. Great job. Shout out to John and Kate and Badlands Media, Zach and Brad. Great job. (laughs) (laughs) What are you seeing? I mean, are things playing out like you expected? I I honestly expected more cheating. Uh, Well, I think there is a lot of cheating going on out there. But I think the election day turnout that we've been pushing for since election day of last year, uh, a year before last, is helping the Republicans win the seats they should be getting. I think we've overwhelmed the the fraud that was built in wherever it was built in. Well, I'm not sure we've overwhelmed it everywhere, but we're certainly making progress in that direction. Sure. You guys feel free to jump into the questions. I, I do have one question I want to get to, but I want to kind of save it for the last one. So <laughs> just in case she needs to run away from it. <laughs> Well, Sydney, uh, this is Zach Payne from Red Pill 78. Just wanted to say thank you so much for uh, for jumping on here tonight. Obviously, we are looking at uh, some really important races all across the country. Um, I think pretty much everybody has agreed that the 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 ones we really need to watch are the same races that they clearly stole in uh, in 2020. Are, Are you expecting any major upsets in any other specific races throughout the nation? I have no idea what to expect. I've been completely reluctant to try to predict anything with respect to this election because I know the black boxes can do whatever the people that control them want them to do. Yeah. But I do know that apparently there was record turnout across the country today, at least in every place I've heard anything about or from so far. And that is going to make a huge difference. Obviously, there's things wrong in multiple places. Um, Arizona is particularly troubling. I think Cary Lake will win there and certainly should win there. I know Patriots have poured out in masses to support her there. And I think the same is true for many other states. So the important part, obviously, there. The black boxes can do whatever they want them to do. And we know that, right? Our... our our whole group is is awake enough to know that you know our elections are our selections not elections um the point i want the part i need to get to the part that i want to kind of because of an interest of time you should listen to this whole interview with sydney 
But John asked the greatest question that I think everybody has been on everybody's mind, and I'm, I'm sure he was like, okay, if I get the chance, what am I going to ask her? And he probably sat sat down and thought about her for a while, and he's like, this is what I got to ask. And, and it's a great question and a great discussion, but listen very carefully. Uh, you guys, this did just get uh, passed over to me. Uh, Calvin Coolidge Project. Okay, it's Zoom. Rumble is really hard to fast forward to the spot that you need to go to. And so I've been trying to find this exact spot for about 15 minutes, and I gave up trying to find the exact spot where I need it. Um, Crat, obviously, TCF Center 20. Is the that came out, there was that, that Trump draft executive order, and this has been driving me nuts for months. The very last paragraph of this executive order, it talks about the appointment of a special counsel and it says to carry out her duties. And everybody's been speculating who her is. And I'm wondering if, if you have any, I mean, it's been speculated that this could be you. I mean, do, do you have any input or anything you could add to this or, or, or yeah, no comment is fine it, too, but it was supposed to be me. Mm. If, awesome. if, if that order had been signed, I would have been special counsel to the president to evaluate the 2020 election and find out what really happened. And this is a, a an executive order that had the military basically interdicting in the elections. I mean, were you in communication with Trump over this at all? Uh, there is a widely reported meeting that we had on December 18th in the yep. White House. And I testified about that before the January 6th committee also. He actually... So for those who have been paying attention and listening, that meeting... President Trump was presented with all of the options that a president has given a foreign interference in a stolen election. Okay. If you've been listening, you know that that is very, very true. President Trump was presented with every option on the table, given the evidence of a stolen election with foreign interference and act of war on the United States of America. Just want to make sure that I, that, that everyone is hearing that the president of the United States was given every option on the table, given foreign interference and act of war against the United States in the 2020 election. That is a foundational fact that the mainstream media has yet to tell anybody. Everybody here is well aware and agrees with everything I'm saying, I'm sure. That is a foundational fact. The United States was attacked as an act of war by foreign powers subverting the United States of America from within in a stolen 2020 election in act of war. That is a foundational fact to our world that the vast majority of the population does not know about, has not accepted, and has not been told yet. Actually named me special counsel that night. He turned to White House counsel and asked if, that, if he had the authority to do that. And White House counsel said, yes, he did. And so he did it three separate times in front of them and everybody else that was there. And then uh, they said, but she doesn't have a security clearance. And so he asked White House counsel, can I give her a security clearance? And he said, yes, you can give that to her right now. So he did that too. And then uh, White House counsel told him it didn't matter uh, what he appointed me to do. Nobody was going to pay any attention to it. 
What, what did they so mean by did, that? Like as far as the public or? Uh, that meant inside the government, anywhere, anybody, it was going nowhere. And in fact, that is what happened. It went absolutely nowhere. Wow. Interesting. And, and so that, that. Okay. Everybody heard that. When President Trump was presented with the options He selected some of those options and everybody around him in DC in the white house and anybody who could have backed him on the decisions he made said, you're no longer president period. The story has been written. The story has been written anyway that the 25th Amendment was was placed on President Trump and Mike Pence seized power in some way, didn't back President Trump's decision to take action given the act of war against the United States of America in the 2020 election. So the mainstream media, Ben Collins and the rest of the dumb fucks of the world, and everybody else who watches ABC, sooner or later, the facts about the 2020 election are going to be put into the public sphere at a very high level to where everyone is clearly understands what's been happening in our elections. That still really hasn't happened yet in our, in our world, right? Like... The vast majority of the population watched the election results come in last night and emotionally reacted to rigged election results. <laughs> the same people who accept the very simple foundational fact that our elections are not elections, but selections. Not much has changed since the 2020 election. And... Everything involved with trying to expose Connick, the DOD contracts, poll chief, what's happening in Pennsylvania and other places around the country, including Illinois and California and pick a freaking coastal uh, state for sure. But then, so, so given that foundational fact that we all agree that we live in a banana republic with selections, not elections, Everybody still reacted to the outcome of the election as if they were legitimate. <laughs> I couldn't figure out. The, the ability of the mainstream media to control the narrative on elections, I would have thought we would have been able to break last night. You know, I would have thought we would, we would have been able to say, you know, everyone's kind of saying uh, Warnock's got a chance in Georgia or whatever. That's going to a runoff, and Warnock has no chance in a runoff. So Warnock's, you know, you can forget about Georgia. Stacey Abrams gone. <laughs> I would, I'll take those two right there. Now, thank you very much, Georgia. God bless you. Now, the demographics behind Georgia 
And the coming demographics, I have looked some already. The demographics, those usually take a few days to come through in the statistics and stuff to come out, you know. And the early demographics, I'm not interested really. So I'm going to hold off on the demographics search. We'll do that more maybe later this week or next week. But I can already guarantee you that you're probably going to see a damn near record black turnout and a record Hispanic turnout and a record non-white turnout, whatever that, whatever you want to call it, all right? Minority turnout. You're probably going to see a record turnout for Republicans nationwide. And then in districts where all of these things happen, you're going to see the anomalies of people like a, a blatant Nazi in Fetterman getting elected, for instance, <laughs> which, okay. Um, yeah, that happened. Or a Nancy Pelosi even winning again, which is hilarious in itself as well. Let me fall back on this again. Because that's the summary of, of let me just pull it back, I guess, from, from the elections. We're going to get into the elections more in a second here. But let me just pull it back to the discussion that they were having here. And let me just rewind it again. For, rewind it. Because, yeah, Rumble is just, it's so, it's really easy to operate the little slider here. I'm going to get lost in the slider. That came out, there was that, that Trump draft executive order. And this has been driving me nuts for m- months. The very last paragraph of this executive order, it talks about the appointment of a special counsel. And it says to carry out her duties. And everybody's been speculating who her is. And I'm wondering if, if you have any, I mean, it's been speculated that this could be you. I mean, do, do you have any input or anything you could add to this or, or, or yeah, no comment is fine it, too, but. It was supposed to be me. Mm, if, awesome. if, if that order had been signed, I would have been special counsel to the president to evaluate the 2020 election and find out what really happened. And, and this is a, a, an executive order that had the military basically interdicting in the elections. I mean, th- were you in communication with Trump over this at all? Uh, there is a widely reported meeting that we had on December 18th in the yep. White House, and I testified about that before the January 6th committee also. He actually named me special counsel that night. He turned to White House counsel and asked if, that, if he had the authority to do that, and White House counsel said yes, he did. And so he did it three separate times in front of them and everybody else that was there. And then uh, they said, but she doesn't have a security clearance. And so he asked White House counsel, can I give her a security clearance? And he said, yes, she can give that to her right now. So he did that too. And then uh, White House counsel told him it didn't matter uh, what he appointed me to do. Nobody was going to pay any attention to it. (laughs) I mean, just a, a freaking moment in silence for constitutional republics and freedom. The globalist clue is right there in front of your face with with Pence at the head of it. So all of you that ripped me or that have been pounding me about Pence, there you go. You're right. I was wrong about Pence. But... There's always more to the story than meets the eye, too. Always more to the story than meets the eye. But is there, 
Can, can we take anything from this other than that we must face the reality that we face today, right this second, right freaking now with Fetterman going to the Senate? That's the reality that we face right now. I, I, can, I can say all kinds of things to you that I truly believe will be true and will probably likely play themselves out in the way that I'll say them to you. Because I'm confident in my research, like always. I believe I believe that, that the research that I've done will back up what I'm about to present to you. But they're, they're, among our community, the devolution community, the continuity of government community, the Q community, the aliens are real community, and so are greys, and so is the underground earth, and the earth is flat community. Among all of us. This is the reason why I decuted the Q post the way that I did. I, do we not have to finally face the reality that there is no Superman, nor the United States military, nor God King Trump coming to fucking save you? Is there a point as a society where we can finally live in the singular reality that the 2020 election was rigged and stolen as an act of war, we are currently basically under a globalist occupation that we are fighting against tooth and nail. And then is this fight isn't going to be boom. It's fixed. Yeah, boy, that was a rough one, man. Phew. I did not think we were going to make it through that one. But, man, the tides turned, and now it is December, and boom, everything's fixed. The f The foundational argument of this platform from the be very beginning of QPost until now has been a pragmatic approach, an approach of a not a, a quick response to what's happening here, but a slow, painful education of how bad things are to the point of the, that reality can and likely will black you, pill you to the point where you think all hope is lost. But the goal of what we're trying to accomplish as a grassroots movement is number one, facing the realities that there is no God, King, Trump, Emperor, snap a finger, military coming to save you solution for this. That, that first foundational reality of we understand that we are, we are, we are under some very serious times, but to take that to a black pill of it's all over, there's no point in even fighting any for any forward. The vast majority of the public has just blackpilled themselves again and almost given themselves no hope again. Everybody, the vast majority of these same coup plotters who control the narrative that you see in your social media every day are pointing fingers at Trump, who went like, what, 170 and nine or some shit? 
<laughs> in endorsements. So you're watching as this establishment complex takes action against the grassroots again and tries to see the narratives going into the future about what happened yesterday, number one, and then who's to blame, number two, and then all of it is quite effectively already manipulating everybody in, in no matter what spectrum of the scale you're on. If you're prepositioned to, to, to not like Trump's results or whatever, or blame, then you're going to point fingers at him. If you're prepositioned to, to believe that um, all hope is lost and there's, it's all over from here and there's no point in any going forward, then, you know, you're probably at a, at a fuck it all black pill point, you know, where maybe it's just, it's all over. All of these are meant to get reactions out of everybody based on what the mainstream media has reported as election results last night. But what I see is no conclusive results. Not on a not on a major scale. You know, locally here and there, yeah, there's some there's some major disappointments. But as far as what history will tell the results of this election, the results of this election will be this as told through history. Even though the same fraudulent systems that, that stole the 2020 election with the help of foreign interference and internal inver subversion are still in existence all around the country, the voting population managed to turn the tide and stop the bleeding in the House and the Senate and take control of the House and the Senate. That is the story of what is happening right now. It, you know, it's not come to that conclusive end. No one can, can say that to you with, with, with um, conviction without going, well, there's still some fuckery that could happen here. You know, it still, there's still some, some things that could happen here where they could pop the steels in here and there to, to call it this early. I'm, I, that's just asking for trouble. Okay, fine. I'll call it. We took the house and we're going to take the Senate. That's the result through all of the fraud and cheating that still clearly exists. State constitutions being violated by law. Basic. Uh, 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 voter verification of IDs or signatures still being completely ignored. Overseas military ballots, still a giant freaking joke, a, a giant manipulation of the vote. The, the basic, the foundational mail-in ballot of it all is, is, is nothing more than a manipulation of the election. Through all of that, we took the House and the Senate from a grassroots movement. That's what happened last night. Ron Johnson being declared winner today, way too close. Mandela Barnes has no support. There's no chance Mandela Barnes got 1.3 million votes in Wisconsin. No fucking chance whatsoever. The fraud hopefully will be exposed. In Georgia, Raphael Warnock did not, there's zero chance Raphael Warnock got almost 2 million votes. 
nonetheless, that's the vote outcome, and it that will go to a runoff. And when that goes to a runoff, let's let's just watch it closely. But I I will tell you right now, Walker's going to win that. Herschel Walker's going to win that win that runoff. All right, so we're at forty eight. We're at forty nine with that assumption. You can give me that or not give me that. Lex Alt's going to win Nevada. He's at eighty percent now. 418,000 votes, 50 to 47%. He's got a 20,000, 20, 30,000 vote lead with 80% reporting. Lexalt's going to win there. That's 49 and 50. If you go Georgia and Nevada, if you give me those two, you don't have to. I get it. Alaska's Republican. There's 51. Arizona, Kelly and Masters, still up for grabs. Only 73% reporting. All the fuckery about Maricopa and everywhere else. The fraud in Arizona is blatant and brutal, and it is going to be exposed. The That state, just that state alone, is going to expose election fraud in a national level. That's going to play itself out in the coming weeks. So we have to let that play itself out. The joke of the century in Pennsylvania. The absolute joke of a century in Pennsylvania with... Fetterman getting 2.6 million votes in Pennsylvania will only tell the people of Pennsylvania just how fucking rigged their election is. <laughs> That's it. And it's going to finally make changes to the Pennsylvania election system going forward that will have reverberations for generations on end. And guess what, fam? There is our front line. That is the front line. General Trump can lead us on these on these front lines from the political realm, right? Not by just snapping a finger, but from the political realm and endorsements and ideas and solutions. He can, he can push the game on that level, but that is the leader that President Trump is going to bring us into 2024 when he announces next week for presidency in 2024. Watch as the conspiratorial community spins this announcement coming into the early next week into all kinds of garbage. So I guess I'll just keep telling you like it is. The foundation of this fight is tooth and nails clawing at your fingertips against these people because they just stole an election with the help of the globalist regime backed by China (laughs) right in front of our faces and... We had a, an impressive turnout. I haven't done all the numbers analysis yet. I'll do that here in a little bit. But an impressive turnout for sure to a point where we were able to expose more fraud. Is that going to black pill and end any fight, the fight for this for anybody? Like, is there anybody out there right now? Who if I if Feder, if the results stay the way they are, and let's say we don't get the Senate, is there anybody out there that's just gonna be like, you know what, I give up, I'm done? 
you know? The cha- the changes that have been made in Arizona, Nevada, Wisconsin, uh, Tennessee, even in Georgia, Florida's huge changes. North Carolina uh, changes have been coming huge. The Supreme Court case comes probably next month. That's going to change. Uh, the, it's going to empower the legislatures. That doesn't happen until mid-December. And then maybe going into next year, people can move to, to certify results in state legislatures. But even if we're able to get that after, you know, an election cycle has already passed, you're, you're very, very thin ice, very, very thin ice for anything other than the foundational reality of this. We as a country better start facing this foundational reality of what's right in front of us. Stop sitting back and waiting for a snap of finger solution and somebody else just to fix it for us. Stop pushing blame and pushing pointing fingers and this and that to everything and out there and just start buckling up and seeing what we can do. That's what, that's what the foundation of the last two years has been. And over the next year, it, that's only going to ramp up. So watch as more happens in Pennsylvania. You know, part of what, what um, True the Vote has been trying to tell us is that this conic scandal is much bigger than just what we have seen so far. And, you know, if you watch this show, you're well, you're well aware. You're well aware at how manipulated the elections are and how China has so much control over this country. If there's a DOD contract, you know, giving control over our election system, there's a problem. But on the other side of it, Through all of that, we took the House and the Senate back. That's the story. So I hope everyone will just take it at that for now. And then let's continue to expose and make changes at every level we can. Because if we don't, then it really is over. But now that we know these truths and the vast majority of the public has woken up to it, now is where... You get your your laurels tested. Now is where you get those laurels tested because this is where the vast majority of the of previous generations has become disenfranchised to the point of, well, if you can't beat them, might as well join them, son. And that's why this is much bigger than that. Stories that will come over the next year or two leading into President Trump's return to the White House in 2024. That's the battle in front of us right now. And if we don't understand and aren't able to label our enemies, and if we aren't able to, to live in the realities of what we face right in front of us, we are less effective at affecting change at a local level. You can debate and argue that point with me left and right. I, 
the fo- the foundation of what I believe for people going forward is if they aren't able to live in this foundational reality of what we face right now and then take that and just go, okay, I'm not going to wait for just Trump to snap a finger, come back and say, hey, the military decided that mass arrests are happening and it's all, everything's all hunky-dory. At some point, at some point, people are going to have to face a very simple reality. (laughs) This fight is tooth and nail every day. If you can't face that foundational reality of how bad things are and that it is tooth and nail every day to affect change against these people and the level of subversion we face in this country, then you're probably close to already. Fuck it. I can't beat them. I'm joining them. I'm pushing my way out. <laughs> you're probably already halfway there at that point. You've probably already in some ways have given in to, uh, to, to their expectations of you as a, as a citizen. And you're just like, you know what? At this point, yeah. What else am I supposed to do? That's what everybody says. Don't move the cheese. Do not take risks. Do not move the cheese. Don't give yourself into a power of something bigger than yourselves. Don't allow the guidance of your life to go into something bigger than yourselves. And maybe that is the foundational argument of everything. That's why we're at we're at where we're at right now. All right, Cassandra, joining momentarily. Let me open up the Zoom room here. Get off my soapbox. There's a couple things I want to get covered here, but, um, but um, let me uh, let me start to wrap it up here, and then we'll get that going. Yes, Zoom. I'm aware that my microphone is muted. Thank you. New York concealed carry law has been ruled unconstitutional again. This came late last night out of nowhere. The gun owners of America secured a historic victory in the battle of for gun rights on Monday when New York judge Glenn Sudeby issued a preliminary injunction suspending many parts of New York's concealed carry improvement act. This victory follows gun owners of America and gun owners foundation securing a temporary restraining order against the aforementioned CCIA in October, which the federal appeals court then blocked. More to come on that, but again, the second the foundational Second Amendment argument in this country is playing itself out in deep blue areas like New York, and when that uh, plays itself out in the future, that's only going to strengthen our gun laws. It's going to be very important. One of the stories that came through yesterday that I thought was interesting is Ken Paxton um, trying to stop some fuckery down in Harris County, Texas. I'm not sure if he actually stopped it or not or helped it <laughs> but um that that was happening yesterday so the supreme court ruling uh not that they couldn't extend voting because of uh manufactured problems in the election yesterday this story ca- caught my eye yesterday as well us to establish another new military base in northeast syria <laughs> you know what i hope that republicans start to dial in the Presidential Powers Act and the Wartime Powers Act. Maybe somebody could get Majori and a couple other people out there a message. Now's the time to rein in the Presidential Powers Act and the rest. Because <laughs> this crap's got to freaking stop. 
foundational of the foundation of declaration of war and the movement of troops in America is a decision by the American people. And boy, that would be a battleground that I would love to fight somebody with. Majority Taylor Green promises leadership. Uh, Majority Taylor Green promises leadership after GOP blows the election. She's been out there uh, very vocal today as well. Um, sad. I'm just, I love listening to her take on a lot of stuff. She's been doing a great job. So she had several things out there today. The women leading our way as always in the battle. Majority Taylor Green, keep up the fight, girls. I freaking love her to death. Uh, she's doing great stuff. Van Orden wins a third congressional race in Wisconsin, flips a seat after 26 years. So, uh, an example of a more positive news. Uh, that seat in 26 years has been a Democrat seat in Wisconsin, and that seat flipped some very positive news at, at all kinds of different local levels in the election. So when it all said and done, 48 to 48 right now, Warnock is not going to win. Walker's going to win. Lexalt's going to win, and Shabinka's going to win. There's your three. That gives you 51, and then Masters and Kelly Case, you know, between that and Warnock gives you 51, 52. So... When all said and done, through all the cheating that still needs to be fixed and has now been exposed and maybe now at the local state legislature's level, you know, we can start getting these things addressed at a more higher priority going into the next term next year. That is the fight that we must focus on going into next year and prepare for going into 2024 as well. The current numbers, 206 to 183. We only need another uh, 12 or so. To get us majority, we'll get more than 12, and the house will definitely be ours as well. So there you go. There's that. Um, let me see here. Um, Cassandra's supposed to join in about the, in the next five minutes or so, so let me just check in with you guys out there and see how you guys are doing. What happened to Bobert? She got uh, rigged and stolen and kicked out too as well. Uh, so, yeah. Go figure. Let me check in with the Foxhole fam. See some feedback from you guys out there. Let's see. Jiggy Bear out there. Khaleesi, too many people with their head up their asses. Celebrate all the victories, says 23.9. Thank you guys very much. And again, the first 10 subscribers. We got like three subscribers to the Foxhole.app. The first 10. You guys are going to get something special. I haven't figured out what it is yet, but the first 10 subs to the Uncensored platform over there in the Foxhole.app. We're going to do something for you guys. So thank you guys very much for your love, support, and prayers. Uh, salty curmudgeon. Fuck on laws. If, law, if laws involving guns is propugnant to the industry that has been crushed that can't be raised anymore yeah um uh thanks thanks for being here i don't don't really under you're gonna have to be more succinct in your in your comments i don't that really didn't make sense when i read it sorry um but yeah um so there we are there thank you for being here in geomatrix uh jiggy bear salty curmudgeon gail's out there hanging out as well at the foxhole.app um the diligent uh, slug trail do me a favor we have cassandra Watkins hopping in here to to have discussions that you guys i think you need to hear so just hop into your favorite social media and tell a friend tell a family member to come in and hop in with us here today for the second hour of the show the fallen one bitch toria sees the day who cares tracy pcb daisy chains pdx patriot Leadfoot, and uh, daisy chains again thank you guys for the gold pills 1245 gold pills today thank you guys very much much love and god bless you all hi leah good to see you out there i hope you're having a great day today let me check in with holy shnikes with rumble crowd uh, as i see a red box pop up pdr says i'm pissed off at liberal democrats it's hard to hold back what they have uh coming i hope they start 
something interesting. PDR, thank you for the $100 donation. That is very generous of you over there on the Rumble crowd. And hang in there, man. Just things are never as bad as they seem. And I am just seeing a lot of people really, really down about the results, which tells me it ain't that bad. It's not. And when it, when it all is said and done, when the results of this election are finally final, I think that is the point that we'll, we'll be able to finally face this reality that we face in front of us. So check that out when you guys get time. Uh, the earlier discussion, the last hour. So comfortably numb. Toy Squirrel, thank you for being here today. Z Patriot, truth is the light. God bless you. Found some found something odd about Tori says. Oh, God. I can't believe she got 40,000 votes. That shit cracks me up, man. Holy. I might have to go ahead and run. If Tori can get 40,000 votes... <laughs> I'm just going to run for, I don't know. I'll run for president. That's what, that's it. I'm just going straight to the top. That's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys very much. Um, let me see. Let me just check in to make sure I caught, I caught everybody else over there on the, on the um, Facebook crowd. Facebook is out. There's a bunch of lurkers out there lurking and listening today. The rumble crowds out there lurking and listening. Alita is out there and everyone else is getting dinner ready or driving home getting ready to, uh, to uh, take care of the things they got to take care of today. So thanks, guys, for being here. Let me go ahead and welcome our my friend and patriot um, into the show here today, and we'll have a discussion about uh, just, I don't know, just life and just in general. I'm just going to kind of wing it here today. So let me unmute myself, first of all, so that uh, Cassandra can actually hear what I'm having to say. She's probably wondering what in the world. Uh, Cassandra, don't forget to mute the stream in the background so that when we go live, you're good to go there. And then let me, I'm going to have to adjust my screen here while I'm welcoming you into the show today. But first, let me just say hello, Cassandra. Welcome to the show here today. It's great to catch up with you today and say hello to the Uncensored family out there. Much love and God bless you. Hello. How are you today, Cassandra? I'm great. How's the audio? The audio sounds perfect. It will, uh, I'll, while, while we're going here, well, I'll be able to, to boost that and move it around as we need. But um, f- let me just, um, for those that don't remember the discussion that we had when, when you had, can you just give people kind of a quick summary for those that may have not heard your story and a little bit about yourself to remind them about uh, your travels and what you do uh, to, to try to affect change in our world? Well, I have been listening to the talk and everything that's happening in the world right now with the fraud and all of the corruption that we're seeing is actually a great segue into my story. Briefly, I have been through absolute hell as a lot of people who get in these uh, wild worlds of podcasting and politics, but uh I went through horrible things, but God's hand was on my life. Uh, Professionals have said the majority of people who went through what I went through typically goes substance abuse or suicide. And I'm so grateful for the grace of God, but there was a perversion of justice in my case. My stepdad was a pedophile and uh, he was charged with child abuse, which was mild compared to what he did. And uh, conveniently, the charges were dropped because of the good old boy system in, in a very small town in the South in Tennessee. And so whenever that happened, I, it's, I have this passion for justice and I want to see uh, righteous change take place. And I didn't know that my life was a calling. And I look back and I see how I've been guided and led even before I acknowledge that, that God was a part of it. I, I, and it's just amazing 
to see what he's done and the places where I've gotten to go, the people that I've gotten to speak to. And I know that uh, there's a lot of people that are feeling a lot of sadness. And honestly, I'm annoyed that this is still happening. I know, like, I have enough understanding to know that we're in the midst of a process. And there's a lot that is being exposed. We see it. But it really hurts my heart to see how bad it is. And it's like a a lot of people are so easily lulled to sleep. And what you were just talking about with the elections, you know, it's like it's almost like they dangled the carrot for the Republicans and gave us enough of a win, like enough of a and it's like, okay, so so that's appeasing so much of the base and it's like okay so so you got a little bit here go right on back to sleep but no we have to stand up and we have to push back on these powers of hell and tyranny that are trying to sweep over this nation the the bible says resist the devil and he will flee which resist we have to push back. And there's also a a scripture that says that we are to occupy until he comes back, which is a military term. So this is a pretty aggressive uh, assignment and commission that we've been called on from God. And I I think that we need, I, I don't think, I know we need all hands on deck. Wolverines is what we are. And the foundation of what the fight is, is a, a peaceful uprising from the grassroots, unlike anything the world has ever seen before. That is the foundation of what we have built as part of this movement that has started as a Tea Party movement, you know, in 2009, 2008, 2007 timeframe, and now has grown to be able to, um, you know, overturn the 2010 election, overturn the 2022 uh, election, uh, you know, the House and the Senate, you know, get a president elected and chastised to the point of uh of being sent uh to the to the depths of hell almost in in his life um the reaction from them should be should should be something that we should take in right what they have done and how they have exposed themselves for who they are is is something that we should not shy from we we should look at that and take that in and understand what we're up against i agree well the government is trying to put us in fear so that we will submit when the reality is the government should be afraid of us if we stood up in the actual authority that's been given to us by our creator and then if we embraced the beautiful documents, our foundational documents and stood up and actually occupied the way that we're, we're called to as uh, we're to have this whole thing. It's a citizen government. Like we are, we are to hold our representative representatives accountable. And it's, it's very important that we do all of the things. I, you know, (laughs) The, the reaction that I would have, spe- have expected today or this weekend uh, would be similar to, uh, I don't know, Brazil. It, yes. It, if the population 
is was fully awake and sees the reality for what it is that we that these elections are clearly freaking rigged there's no way that these results are anywhere near you know legitimate same with the 2020 elections then state capitals and the streets would look like brazil right now i agree and but the the amazing thing what i what i feel globally is taking place right now is there's a sifting that's happening and i feel that this is the time that the cream is rising to the top there's a lot of existing structures that have been built and i believe that we're about to watch all of them crumble and um and it's like so whenever existing structures fall in a reformation uh, it's break it down reformation we have to rebuild but we can't rebuild according to our own ideas but i i know that as i have walked with god and i'll talk a little bit about that too i know whenever you reached out you said you wanted me to talk about some of my international travels and share some of those stories and i'll get to that in a minute but my journey with god is radical my whole all of it has been radical He called me the fact that I'm here and not dead is a miracle. And it's like, I know that I am on a mission. My whole life is a mission. And, and the way that he has called me to go, it it doesn't really fit in people's paradigm. I've just had to be radical, radically obedient to the voice of God. And, and so, but as he's instructed me, it's been step by step. It's very rare that I have multiple steps. Sometimes he gives me multiple steps and I, and sometimes he gives me very big picture pieces, but it is day by day, seeking the face of the Lord, listening to his voice and allowing him to instruct. And if you are a Christian and you believe the Bible and you know about the building of the tabernacle, whenever they were instructed to build the tabernacle, it was line upon line, precept upon precept. And I really do believe that as a government um, and as a people and even in the nations, we're going to have to rebuild, but we don't have the blueprints yet. And I, I really believe that's the importance of seeking the face of the father. You know, it's, it's so true. I mean, the, the foundation of, of this battle and what we face as a country is, is the subversion of, of God as part of our society. It has been happening for generations on end, and they believe they are at a point where they have finally pushed society past that point. But as, as part of the discussions that I've had about historical great awakenings from that angle they are all spiritual great awakenings the french awakenings um you know during the french revolution's time frame was was actually more about the spiritual awakenings america has had several um pushes back towards god or back towards the understanding that uh of the realities that there's more that meets the eye to the world that's around us and you're you're absolutely right that that discussion especially after events like elections very much gets lost into the fold at that foundational level. And we end up falling back on that, you know, once we, we fall on hard times, I I suppose, but it is the foundation of what we are doing as part of this movement and what we're doing as a society. And it's the reverberations are having their, 
their effect around the world. And that's the part where I'm hoping to bring your, your kind of perspective from the last time we talked, you told me about your, your travel. I think you would, was it Europe? Was it London? Or I think the last time we had talked to you, we had been over there uh, to have discussions. Can you give us a reminder about those travels? Well, so just recently I was at CPAC and I met a lady and this is very interesting because it's all connected. And so my grandpa, uh, he just passed away in the spring and he, but he was, he had German roots and he was very proud of his German ancestry. He had never been uh, to Germany. He had never even been to Europe. He was only on an airplane one time, but he passed away. And I know that part of my calling is connected to redeeming bloodlines. And I know like people aren't going to understand fully that, but okay. So there's a lot of people that have been doing really wicked things for like, you know, even family bloodlines, as we know about the notorious 13 and all of that. Yeah. But what I, I believe God uh, calls people out of these, out of darkness. And it's like, they're, they're called to be redeemers. And if there's an onslaught of attack on a people or even a family name, it's because there's a calling from God and the enemy never wants you to receive your divine inheritance from heaven, from God and walk and fulfill his calling. So the enemy comes in and he tries to twist and pervert it. And it's all very interesting because actually it happened with prayer time with my friend uh, in Australia. We were praying and I won't get into all the stuff that happened in our prayer time, but it was so powerful. And then this whole thing happens at CPAC where I'm, I wind up meeting these Germans. And I knew that morning, I told my friend when we prayed that this was this whole thing was connected to my grandpa who had just passed away, something to do with that bloodline. And CPAC hadn't even started started yet. And I won't tell all the stories, but I will say I prayed for a lady that a meeting would happen for her. And immediately in front of me, the me I was able to help facilitate this thing. And it was amazing how it wow. all happened. It was totally God. And she was like, this is so amazing. And I'm like, it's so the Lord. And so anyways, well, then after this amazing meeting happens, she was with somebody who was also a very, a VIP, we will say. And, and we just met and, and I was like, Stephanie. And she said, Cassandra. And the VIP was like, are you two old friends? And she said, no, we just met, but the meeting went great. And then she said, you have to come to Germany. And, and I like, after this whole thing happens, honestly, again, I don't cry very much. I feel like I've been crying more lately than I've cried in forever, but, but Ooh, after this whole, whole, yeah, well, when this whole thing happened, I went back to my room and I wept because she was like, you have to come to Germany. And I knew that it was God that was opening the door. But, uh, so anyways, what winds up happening is I, I, we, it was a couple months since CPAC, we reach out and, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to fleece these dates. I've got these dates that are, that are available. She's like, those dates are perfect. And so what happens is the way that I have to travel, I wasn't able to go directly to Germany. I can't, I won't get into the, all the logistics, but I go to England 
first. And then from England, I had to get a separate flight to go to Germany, but my flights were standby. So I knew that I couldn't make my flight to Germany immediately because I had to see what time I was going to get to England. Man, before that I could sounds make my just kind of just thrown up in the air. Okay. Well, I'm here now. What? That's, that's kind of yeah. scary to just go into it all like that. Right. That's the whole way that I've traveled around the world. I've now been to 25 nations in about four years and, and it's been radical. And I've got stories like this that I could talk about forever. But this part about England is so cool because I get there and I knew in my prayer time, I told my friend that there was something royal about what was happening too. And I believe that there's royalty in the bloodline. So anyways, well, so I get to London and there was no good flights to Germany that afternoon. So it meant that I had to stay the night in Germany and I'm not in Germany in London, which I, I wasn't planning on doing. But uh, my friend that I met in at CPAC said, do you have any connections in England? And I was like all over England, but none close to the airport. She said, let me make a phone call. So she makes a phone call and this sounds like a spammer email, but it's not, I promise. And she she calls an exiled king, like a real one, who had a kingdom and due to political circumstances had to leave his kingdom and is now exiled in, uh, in the UK. And he picks me up from the airport. Uh, <laughs> the king does. He doesn't send his people to do it. And then... Wow. Yeah. Then he takes care of my accommodations. And he told me, he said, I know you've been sent here by God. And he comes from the Middle Eastern region. So wow. anyway, it was this whole remarkable thing. And then he asked me, he said, where do you want to go to eat? And, uh, and he said, do you want to go? Cause he hosts like dignitaries and all these important people. And, uh, they usually want to go to like clubs in London and I don't drink or do any of that, you know? And I said, I was like, where would you like to take me? And he's like, do you like Pakistani food? And I said, I love <laughs> Pakistani food. So we went out to this amazing place. It was wonderful. Nice. And then after all of that, there's so much more, but I went to Germany. God did extraordinary things. I was able to pray for people. And uh, yeah. And then from there, I went to Rome more things happened, more prayer happened. And then after Rome, I came back to the United States. Wow. So since the last time we talked, you have been on a whirlwind tour. Um, you know, it's, we kind of talked about last time, some of the perspectives that people don't get to hear about when you have, um, interactions like those and, and you, you know, um, a lot of us are kind of uh, sheltered in our worlds around us, you know, or stuck in our little towns or whatever. We don't get to have uh, and experience those kind of things. So when you, what's it like when you're going through an experience like that, where you're just kind of, you know what I mean? Like how, how could you, how can you explain it to somebody who, who has never experienced something like that experience? Okay. So first of all, people think because of what I do that, like, I, I've got this, um, like, I don't know, trust, or I, I'm sitting on all this money, which is the furthest from the truth. Whenever I say, tell you guys that I've practically traveled the world with about $20 in my pocket, I kid you not. Like I've got stories where 
I've gone to nations with no money, not knowing what God was going to do. And he always comes through always, not always in my preferred timing, but it's about trusting in him. And so it's like, whenever I go and whenever he sends me, I've got a team of people who pray for me. And it's like, so sometimes I physically go alone, but I have a team of people who are with me in prayer. And honestly, I can just testify of the goodness and the faithfulness of God. You know, he, I've, I just, I, even today, like whenever I've been processing through my own stuff, the only thing that I know to do is to thank him for his goodness, to thank him consistently for his love. And, and what I, tell people is a lot of people, you know, as far as a, a relationship with God, a lot of people have gotten caught up in religion. And so they go to church and they get, uh, caught, you know, they do the mundane ritual yeah. things that you do to, at church, you sit down, stand up, take communion, you know, do all those things. And, and it's all great. All of that is fine, but that's not it what you, what you need is it's, it's the embracing of the cross, first of all, and it's, it's denying your flesh and actually picking up your cross and following him. And whenever you are following the Lord, it is not boring. You will never be bored. It is the greatest adventure that you will ever go on. And it's like the, the, the fact it talks about that he will leave you before Kings, like in the Bible. And I can now testify to that, you know, I've been right. led before a legitimate king. I can testify. And yes, you can. Um, <laughs> the, the experiences of, um, you know, meeting somebody like you and just having just the opportunity to interact with you and, and have discussions. It was pretty cool, man. It was, it was cool to be able to, 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 um, share our, our testimonies, our spiritual experiences with each other and be able to connect on that level. So it's, 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 it's amazing thing to happen. Um, and that, that kind of thing has happened with so many different people that it's been amazing when you go to, um, you know, places like, uh, Europe or Germany or, you know, places where may maybe most Americans, including myself ha have very little perspective of the type of people that you may come across. You know, you have this, you, we, we have this picture of a German, you know, uh, you know, the usual, whatever it may be predisposed idea of that. Or if I go to South America, I have this predisposed idea of, of who I may run across, but, through your travels, you have also just continually come across amazing people with, with deep spiritual understandings and experiences wherever you go. So tell me a little bit about that interaction with, with the Germans, because we get very little perspective on, on the, the power of the spirituality in, in cultures like Germany. So what's really interesting is my friend that I met at CPAC works for the conservative, the actual conservative party in Germany. And what's wild about that is there are real conservatives who love Trump, a whole party where 90% of them love President Trump. And uh, that party headquarters, the day that we were going to Berlin was actually raided. They're doing the same stuff over there, trying to intimidate and persecute anybody who has thoughts or ideas that goes against the narrative. And uh, 
And so, but what's, what's interesting. Oh my goodness. There was this man that we wound up, my friend, we were driving up there that I met and she's like, we we're going to stop by my friend's house. Well, there was this man and he listens in Germany. He listens to the X 22 report in German. (laughs) And uh, yeah, incredible. And so, and my friend that I was with, she isn't, fully on the same page, like, you know, with all the different things. Cause I asked the man through her, she had to translate, but I was like, what shape do you think the earth is? Nice. <laughs> and so anyways, it was just all these funny things, but, um, he was the most precious man and he had a story and he had been through like crazy things, the things that people go through. And he lived in the, on the side of Germany that was, uh, completely communist until the wall came down. And, and so connecting with him, this was another experience of, of, of connecting with somebody like on a heart level. And we couldn't even speak the same language, but it was, it was crazy how connected we are. And so it's, it's, the people there, all, not all of them, but they're they're not quite as um, warm as a people, as a society, as Americans are. You know, like there's, but they're they're beautiful people, and uh, they're hard workers, and the country itself. I was blown away at how beautiful it was. I had been there one time before just for one day. I stayed with a friend in Stuttgart, but I didn't really get to see Germany, but seeing the rolling hills and, and talking to the people and it was just really amazing. And I, I encourage you, anybody that if you have the ability to go into and, and just into other countries, it's very important because something else that's interesting is when you go to other countries, I mean, we know that the news is fake all around the world, but whenever you go to England or Australia or any of these places, they, they show more of what's going on around the world. You know, you get more of a, of, of a world view of, of what's going on where we here in the United States, we're kind of in a bubble. And I believe that's by design yep. and you really have to dig to see what's going on in other parts of the world. And, yeah. um, and so, yes, it's a huge part about, um, our realities right now is, uh, everything in our society is deeply controlled. You know, everything, a part of social media, the news, uh, everything we see, um, the narratives are deeply controlled every day. And, and that is very interesting. It's, it's, it's part of the battle to take America is, uh, once you control the narrative in a wartime environment, um, you know, the propaganda rules the roost and, and you can basically, uh, you know, control the population much easier. I often wondered what it, what it was like to be a German in uh, world war two. I've said this many times on my show, um, starting to under, get an understanding of what, of, uh, <laughs> how they were able to manipulate their societies and to pull stuff off just right in front of the people, you know, right in front of them for to see, you know, it's scary to yeah. watch. Um, <clears throat> let's see, where can I go here? How can I, let me, let me uh, lean on you as my spiritual advisor <clears throat> <laughs> for, for their part of this community <clears throat> has been an amazing growth into a family. So there is people from all over the world out there right now, listening, uh, different perspectives, half of them probably 
would rather not hear anything I have to say, but listen anyway, just to have some perspectives. The other half absolutely love me. So that's kind of the audience that's out there. There's a lot of people out there that are, that are, um, you know, that aren't really in tune to my angle of how I do things. It's, it's to each his own. Um, but there is a great, um, in the end, we all see several things in the same way. Number one, God is in control. Number two, there's much more happening in our world around us than meets the eye as far as on the, on the levels of, of realms that, that maybe people who aren't connected to um, as deeply um, aren't seeing. So this audience is all on page, on the same page with all of that. And that's why we've all, that's been the amazing experience about, of all of this is, is watching us all come together from different perspectives, different ideas, different everything. But part of this too over the past two years has been watching this family go through very, very, very difficult times. There has been families destroyed because of media narratives surrounded by COVID. There has been grandmothers and grandfathers ripped away from their children and grandchildren because they believe in something, uh, a, a, an anonymous letter called Q or something. And, and, and the society has chastised them into a point of turning them into a crazy. So they've lost people that way. That's just on the basic human suffering level. But more and so recently, people have started to really have um, painful things happen to them, part of this community. And it's interesting to watch. It's interesting to watch happen to a lot of people going through very difficult times. When we face these kind of difficult times, you know, I've been reading a lot of Matthew recently and a lot of Revelations, honestly, both. Just, just both those two sections have been just becoming heavy into what I've been reading for some reason recently. And that the lessons that we learn from these things are, are trying to be able to remind us of, um, you know, how, everything to, our, to each of us is horrific in its own way, right? But the Bible reminds us that there's strength in, in, in problems like that, but that are presented to us. There's strength that can be given from that. Can you help me as a spiritual advisor, not just for myself, but our audience who are going through these very, very difficult times in their lives of major loss and, and, and honestly just, just the evil displayed in front of them. How, how can people further stay focused in, in, the sacrifice and what it's more the bigger picture of that. Does that, is that, is that a good leading question to lead you into what I'm trying to say? Absolutely. Well, it, in the crush, like whenever we're crushed, that's where the oil is produced. And we know by the parable about the oil and the lamps, we have to keep oil in our lamps. And so whenever you are going through those situations, which I know so many people are facing. And even uh, a lot of people are so fearful of the unknown because a lot of, a, a lot of the world have been very regimented and they've had, you know, th their lives look pretty much the same day to day. And, and everything that's happening right now is rocking a lot of that. There's a lot of divisions in families. I can speak to even that as well. I mean, I was uninvited last year from my family Christmas because I was the unclean unvaccinated one. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. God, yeah. God, you know, he, 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 he takes care of us. And we have a family when Jesus said, who is my mother and who are my brothers? It's those who do the will of my father. 
I really understand that. And it's like, those are the people that have come together. It's not always flesh and blood, you know? And it's like, you talked about your viewers are, are part of that family that God is grafting together and, and, and bringing And It's amazing how we can be an encouragement to one another, but yeah, whenever you're in those situations, it's like so many times when I've been crushed are, we don't like to have painful things happen. Like it, it's just not fun. But whenever I have been in those situations, my prayer to the father is, and it wasn't always, this is just through maturity, through walking through these things. And it's like, okay, what am I supposed to see in this? And this is the fellowshipping and the sufferings of Christ. But but through the sufferings, the scripture says, if you suffer with me, you will reign with me. And so he gives us the reins of victory as we go through these hard times. But, but the pain, it's for a season. We don't camp out and live there. And if you're facing what seems to be just utter darkness, you need to understand that one of his names is the comforter and call upon him. And he will, he is near to the brokenhearted and he will draw you close. And it's, it's a way to walk with him because he gets blamed for a lot of stuff too, that he did not do. We have an adversary who is the thief who comes to still kill and destroy, but everybody wants to blame God. And it's like, they don't know him. They don't know his nature. He is good. And he's so full of love. And that's what my prayer is, is that you, if you're in one of those places that you are able to taste and see and experience the goodness of the Lord and experience his love. And something else that I've seen so much as well is, you know, God, the father, a lot of times people view God, the father through the lens of however their earthly dad treated them. And sometimes their earthly dad wasn't exactly the best example of what a father looks like. And so it's like through that pain is how that's the lens that they're viewing God. But he wants to bring healing to those places and allow you to experience his love and know that, that he, he is truly good. And he delights to reward his children, to bless his children. But there's also the time of testing, which is vital because whenever he pours out blessing and whenever we receive the good things from God, sometimes, you know, if we haven't allowed character to develop enough to carry it, the blessings and the goodness of God can actually destroy a person. So it's all a process. It's all preparation, but you need to know that he's good and he's faithful and he loves you. You know, it's a very important perspective too. Um, you know, part of this journey for me personally, um, and we're at the bottom of the hour, so we'll take a little break here. Now, I'll I'll lean on you for a for a second half uh, a topic to to discuss um, while I check in with the audience here and stuff. Um, but you know, part of that is um, in this environment in this world that I'm in, you it puts a big burden on 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 my shoulders, and. Part of that burden too is is that uh, connection with God, and I think there's a lot of people who maybe don't want that burden or don't want to accept the burden that that is, and that stops them from maybe allowing themselves to continue in that path. 
I don't see that for me personally, but I, I see that as, you know, as a, as a roadblock into further spiritual growth. Um, that, 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 that's just not, I don't, okay, well, I understand that whole God, but look, uh, I have a, there's a real world I have to live here, you know? And, but for me, like the last two months, I don't, I would not have been able to get through without the prayers from this community and without a deep connection with the, you know, just falling back on prayer and God it's so from, for me personally, that foundation is there. And now it's like moving into the, to the realities of, of trying to build from that into the future, you know? So, um, I see that out there for a lot of people, though, that that feel that kind of same kind of burden. You know what I'm saying? I do. And um, I am sad that I didn't know that you were going through everything that you've been going through. I would have been praying. So from now on, when you go through stuff, send me a text and I will pray. I will. It's, it's, um, I have, um, the, the first month I didn't understand what was happening. And, and actually the first month, almost two months, I didn't, I really didn't none of it made sense. It was, just, it was it completely blindsided me. So, and then after I learned it, it was the realities of it. And I really have not felt like wanting to talk to people about it because it, there's so much hurt and it's, um, you know, so it's very hard to want to, to be able to see getting past that hurt, you know? I understand. I'm so sorry, but praise God for your community. And you know what I was thinking about is even your faithfulness in uh, maintaining and continuing forging forward, even with the show, it's like, you know, consistency is something that we're lacking in today's society. And, it, and a lot of times when things get hard, people just, like you said, throw in the towel and they're like, I'm done, but yeah, good um, job. Well, thank you. I mean, it's, it's not, forward. you know, part of it is, is a, is, there's a necessity that, that in order for me to survive by myself with what I've built, I have to. So, you know, part of the journey has been, um, you know, sharing probably more than I normally would with the audience, but also because they've helped me get through this. And that's, that it just reminds you when you fall back, um, you know, and, and some, and someone's there to, to catch you when you're not even looking and, and, you it's amazing to see who those are that, that are there in this community of people who are, you know, uh, names on a, on a board here to me. I don't, I don't, I can't, I very few can I put faces to their names, but each one of them in their own way has just lifted me up. Uh, the community, you know, behind me, as you know, as well has lifted me up and it's been an amazing experience. Let me, um, transition here to add into the bottom of the hour, say hello to everyone out there. I see everybody just kind of enjoying and, and, and thanking for the discussion today because you know it is a heavy day and we could spend the whole day whining and moaning and bitching and pointing fingers at this and that um that's why i focused on the first hour of that because uh there's plenty of time for that in the meantime let's remind ourselves that the battle that we're up against let's face the realities of the world around us and at the point that we are able to face those realities of the world around us, then we forge forward. But until we are able to face the realities of what we are up against right now, you know, all of the hope and all of the want and all of the needs of all of us are, are just going to sit there until 
th- those of us around us are able to take action in some way. And that change over the past four or five years, going from where we used to be as a community of activists, of unorganized meatheads, uh, you know, whether it be just, you know, writing articles as some of you, many of you out there do, and there's many journalists out there listening, or some of you who may uh, be actively involved in your local communities and the elections and things like that, the change over the past five years has been amazing. And what we are going to affect with that change going into the future is going to be very special to watch. It has already started on some level. And once we get, um, you know, further ability to affect change at our local levels, watch has the world changes with it. So I look forward to that. Everyone over there at the foxhole.app, a great crowd lurking and listening today. Leadfoot, Beachside, thank you for the new sub. The first, first 10 subs, you guys are getting something special. Excuse me. His first 10 subs. You guys are getting something special over at the Foxhole app. A new sub feature similar to Patreon and other places where you can do multi-tier subscriptions to help keep the lights on for your favorite streamers. Bronze, silver, gold, and diamond tier subs. You can do them monthly or you can do them for the full year and get a discount. It's a great new feature and a great new way to help support the Foxhole.app, Pill.net, and the streamers over there. We appreciate all you guys. Beachside sees the day. Who cares news? Tracy PCB and PDX Patriot, the first groups so far to get the subs over there in the first 10 I'll, I'll find something special for you guys and we'll do something special in the future uh, we'll do sub subscription only style streams we'll do hangout sessions things like that so lots of new features coming over there at the foxhole that app leadfoot unchained the fallen one uh, toria who cares uh, Leadfoot and Daisy Chains also with the 1,845 gold pills today, helping to keep the lights on over there as well at the Fox World app. Thank you guys very much for all your love, support, and prayers. We appreciate it very much. Again, the biggest thing for me is the prayers and just sharing the stream out. Tell somebody why you listen because – I can't get through to some of the audience, but if you just tell them to come hang out and the more they hang out, the more they'll understand why you do too. Sausage launcher, Sonya. Thank you for being over there at rumble, mad taco, uh, motivated moms out there. Art pirate as well. God bless you. Thank you for being here today. Um, Alita and, uh, see Avon Buckeye. I see several out there, many not just lurking today. And then PDR dropping again. Thanks for the, uh, the uh, rumble rant today. I appreciate you hanging there. Stay strong. Rumble crowd always out there strong. We appreciate you guys very much. And everyone else out there lurking and listening on the Twitch and rumble, excuse me, and uh, cloud hubs and where else? Facebook, Torah three, wherever else you may be. You, uh, yummy, Ashley desert fairy gal, infinite charity, new followers over there on Twitch. A great crowd as always much love to you as well. Comfortably numb, Johnny B. Good to see you, my friend. I hope you're having a great day today. Deb's out there lurking and listening, and many of you out there are out there cooking and lurking and listening. What's for dinner today? It must be that time. I know most of you guys are are either cleaning up from dinner or getting ready for dinner. So what's for dinner today? Much love to you guys. Thanks for being here today. Uh, Toria, thanks for the new subscription as well. Much love. So uh, for the second hour, you know, part of kind of transitioning off this discussion into, you know, dealing with tough times. I hear, I hear you, you've been through some of your own uh, recent things, you know, again, how can we further just remember um, that side of it? And is there any other part of the, your travels more recently that, um, that maybe a stories or, or things like that, that you want to share with us too, that'll help lift us up or, or just remind us of the world we live in, you know what I'm saying? Just in general. Well, so with this whole journey, I always, I have a cheery disposition. I see the positive because it's like, if I looked at all of the doom and gloom all the time, it, I I wouldn't be able to function because I, and, and it's like, I'm still here. 
if what what has already happened didn't take me out you know like i'm just not worried about it still breathing every day, every day. yeah you keep forging forward but it's one of those things where this is a spiritual battle this is a war between good and evil and um so it's very interesting because i i am a missionary in an untraditional sense and i do all the things that they say that you're not supposed to talk about, you know, Jesus, politics, I, I've, I'm doing a little media, by the way, I started a podcast. I don't know if we've talked nice. about that. Oh, well, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to hear more about that. I'll make sure we highlight that before we let you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it, I'm in an interesting place, even with the podcast, you know, it's like you get started and then you hit a hump and then you have to. And so we'll talk about that more too, but it's like, so as I go, I've gone from place to place and I do stay with people uh, whenever I go certain places. And um, it's interesting because it's like, there are other people that I know that have also forged forward and have done this very interesting uh, path of just radically following Jesus. And it's not always, people just think that it's like, you know, the red carpet is rolled out and that you get to live this whole life of luxury. No, everything's all, all, all uh, happy and, and spiritually sound. And there is, there is much in the darkness of the spirituality, the spiritual realm for sure. Totally. And it's like, I, I go into places and it's like my presence turns up the heat and sometimes it makes people extremely uncomfortable and whenever they're uncomfortable, it's like, you've got to go. So I have literally been thrown out of people's houses. They're like immediately goodbye. And, uh, that isn't normal, but it has happened and it's happened in many wow. nations around the world. Actually, it happened in Israel. It's happened. So anyway, resulting but, from an, an incident during prayer, because if, if that, if that's true, what <laughs> do you and I have more in common than meets the eye? <laughs> I mean, it's different. It, it's, it's different every time. Um, in Israel, I mean, it was usually it's stupid, honestly, as most of these things are. And then I'm just kind of looking like what in the world, but they did it. They did it to the apostles in the Bible. They did it to the disciples. They did it to Jesus. So it's one of those things I can rejoice and say, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to ex experience. I'm, this I'm trying you. to get there. I'm trying to say, thank you, Lord, um, for prayer, but I gotta be honest. It's, it's very hard it is like I, I've been having this this battle with with um, my prayers and with, you know, not with God, because I, I know better than that. But I mean, just with my prayers. Right. Because that's that's more about what is out. What it, it depends on what you pray for or how you pray as to what what reaction you're going to get from it. So God's just kind of sitting over there right now, like, all right, well, I'm going to give him some time to kind of work through his issues here. <laughs> You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, I'm going to give him some time to, to adjust his prayers maybe. Um, because it is because understanding the, um, losing everything because of, um, it is not because of my belief in God. So, so to, to tie those two together is a misnomer. However, the events of praying for people and, and, and so shortly after um, watching my whole world be ripped from me are, are inexorably linked. So 
that that persecution of that is is hitting me hard. I, I and I'm having a hard time with it. I'll be honest. Okay, so this is what you're battling. So you know we are to worship Him in spirit and in truth. And what's happening is it's like you, by doing what you're doing, you're releasing truth over the airwaves. And we know that the enemy, he controls, he's the prince of the air. He, he twists and distorts and manipulates, and he's not happy about you coming on here and talking about things that are true. And so in your declaration of truth, you're waging war actively against the powers of hell. And so hell is not happy about you doing what you do, which is why you have received so much uh, warfare turbulence. And it's one of those things where he wants to scare you and intimidate you to get you to back up. But, but whenever my recommendation to you in your prayers is I have, I've started thanking the father. I'm like, thank you for your highest and best. I thank you, Lord, that you know what is best for me. You, it's, it's really, truly thy kingdom come, thy, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it, and it's for me, I have relinquished my personal will to him because what I have learned, okay, I'll tell you a story. So whenever I was a baby in all of this, um, when I left everything for me to tell my story, it cost me everything. My stepdad would like for me not to be breathing air. I know, you know, this, but some of your listeners may not. Um, and so anyways, it cost me legitimately everything. Well, I prayed, I was in a toxic relationship before I, I went and got very serious with God and, um, it was abusive and bad. And whenever that ended, I needed a place to live. That part of my life is like a country music song. I mean, for real, my dog died. My boyfriend left, like the whole thing. You that's know? funny you said that because that's exactly what I just said. I'm living a literal country song right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so what happened is I prayed and I said, I said, Lord, I want a house in the country with a barn in, in the back where I can take my horse right down the road from my grandma and grandpa's house. Like that was a specific prayer that I prayed and I asked God, well, then I got a phone call and it was from my grandma. And she said, there's this house down the road. And she said, and it's for rent. And she said, I was wondering if maybe you might want to go look at it. And so I went there, I moved in. That was my first place that I had that was mine by myself. And uh, I was living there for about a month and a half. Whenever I realized I was living in a house in the country, uh, right down the road from my grandma and grandpa's with the barn in the back. But I dealt with a tyrannical landlord guy who was extremely inappropriate. He would go, it was like an old, old farmhouse. And there was a wood burning stove. I had to make fires to keep warm. It was one of those wow. things. Yeah. And so um, I grew up on a farm, so I can do a lot of things that a lot of people don't know that I can do, right. but I'm very resourceful. And so anyways, but he would go into my house whenever I was not there and he would adjust the thermostat. He, he would do things. It was, it was 
the situation was absolutely ridiculous. And what I got from that is, is God gave me exactly what I asked him for exactly to a T. But if I would have asked him for what he wanted me to have, whatever he wanted for me was so much, would have been so much better than anything I could have ever thought. So these people that are like, May, be specific with God, like write it all down to a T, everything that you want. He delights to give us the desires of our heart. And what's amazing is that whenever I've received his goodness from him and he's given me things, he's given me things, things that I have never even verbally articulated, like little blurbs that I thought in my mind, that would be nice. And then it happens. And I'm just like completely blown away. And I believe that's where he wants us to, to be is that place and that posture of surrender. And it's like, okay, not my will, but your will be done because whatever he wants to do is way cooler than anything that we could ever think to do or ask yeah. for. I'm with you. And, and that's part of this journey for me too, which has been very, um, it's, it's such a yin yang of it all. Um, coming off of the past four or five years, I've never been in such a, a good place as far as my relationship with God, my, my personal, um, battles with, with, with life and things and trying to, to, um, do the best I can with what I have. Right. I, mean, I don't have all the tools, tools that, that some other have, but just trying to, to do the best, right. Trying not to step on the neck of people to, to get ahead, trying to, to lift others up and trying to be a positive influence on anywhere, wherever I've been. Um, the, that side of that has just been an, an incredible experience throughout this past four or five years. And it's, it's helped me grow as a person and everything else. So, the, the yang of that, having everything just yanked from me at that time has just been a complete shock to the system. And it's the hardest part about it is I believed that there was, that there was many with me on that journey and to find that, um, more, I want to say more alone in that journey than I thought, but definitely more alone in that journey than I thought. And, and now feel the daily uh, things of being alone is very difficult. But like you said, Part of this is I've never, I don't, I don't, when I pray or when I have conversations or whatever, when I have thoughts or whatever, when I'm in that moment with, when, with prayer, I never, ever, ever have asked for anything. It has always just been just God guide me and, 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 I, and allow me to, my mind to open up to the guidance and wherever throughout my life. I have always, that has always been the foundation of who I am. Many people say this may be newer for me to have this spiritual side of me. No, it's only newer for people to hear about it or me to talk about it. It's always been a foundation of who I am. I've taken, I moved my whole family from Illinois to Florida with, on a whim, on, on a hope and a prayer. Um, as an example, and, and several moves uh, around the country, just with the the hope and a prayer of God will provide for us. We'll figure it out. And always God has been there. And so that's, that's kind of how the foundation of what I do. So in the meantime, though, I become kind of like, uh, com you know, waiting for, to see the signs, I guess, you know? So I guess, um, some guidance in, in allowing me to, to continue to keep my mind open to see those signs for me. What, what can you give me for that front? 
Well, it's, you're asking. I can ask you such difficult questions and you're able to pull me in on it. And it's, I, I could literally drop that question on anybody and they would look at me like, uh, well, good luck. <laughs> but I know you'll be able to give me something um, to continue to allow my mind to stay open to, to see when God is guiding me. Well, so that's, you're asking the right person because my whole life is that very thing. It's like, you're, you're seeking, you're asking, and he's going to lead, guide, and direct you. And it's funny because, um, okay, so talking about signs, I was in, this is right after I did a 40-day fast. This should help you. So uh, I, I, it was radical, hardcore 40-day fast, and that fast is what God used to launch me to the nations. And I didn't even know why I was doing it. He just told me, and I did it. And so I was in Chicago and I went from Chicago to uh, Hawaii and I was in Hawaii for 17 days and I had met, I know, and I had met this lady uh, in these Chinese people's basement in Flushing, New York City, and she was from Australia and it was this whole thing that was so incredible and wow. she's one of my best friends now and immediately after meeting her, like I knew I was going to Australia and what's funny is I always said I wanted to go to Australia. Australia was always in my heart. Well, I go to Hawaii and I preached and some people have issues with women preachers, but I preached. And, uh, so, um, anyways, and this lady said, I want to bless you. And what was so funny is she comes to me with this bag of essential oils, like all of these doTERRA essential oils, but it's in a kangaroo bag. Like it's a, it's a, it's got a kangaroo pouch and it's got all these little kangaroos that's hopping across. And she was a stranger and didn't even know anything about anything. She just knew that she wanted to bless me with these oils and they have kangaroos. And so from there, uh, I met these other people who had just gotten back from Australia and they actually gave me all of their Australian currency that they had left from their trip and paid for my flight to go to, from Hawaii to Australia. Wow. And, and I know. And so whenever you're asking him, he's going to put the si signpost in front of you. And it, it, sometimes it is literal signs. Like you'll keep seeing the same thing over and over again. And it's like, okay, clearly He's saying something. And then out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. So sometimes they'll send people to speak things and then somebody else will say the same thing. And if you're listening the, and you step out in faith, that faith is my strongest gift. I have crazy radical faith. I believe God for every word he's ever spoken. And it's literally step by step by step. And as you take those steps of obedience, and sometimes it feels like you're stepping into nothing, but it's funny how you take those steps and how the land underneath your feet forms as you begin to walk. Yeah. So it's, um, you're such an inspirational person and, and that's, that's been amazing. It's, um, you know, I, <laughs> I started doing this to talk about Q post and I ended up, um, you know, standing between, uh, what could potentially be an evil person and somebody who just wanted to be heard. And then from there have made some unbelievable friendships and met unbelievable people and had these unbelievable spiritual experiences. And again, that's part of that yin yang for me is, um, is, um, trying to deal with that reality and it's been very difficult but in the end 
I always fall back on God. I always do. I always fall back on the knowledge that there, that my life, the purpose of my life has been clear to me since I was a child. It is not what I want it to be. It is, I am here for a purpose and I may not understand and fully, uh, even embrace or, 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 or able to comprehend the purpose that I'm here for, but I do believe that it is something special. And I don't, and part of that is not understanding it too, right? It's not being able to, to wrap your head around it. Part of what you have been doing in your journey throughout life is, is just bringing that um, awareness to whoever you can, including myself. And so I thank you from the bottom of my heart for, for bringing your, your experiences and your testimony to, to my life and to the audience of, of, um, of the uncensored family. You talked a little bit about your podcast. We're going to have to wrap it up in a few minutes here, but as much time as you need tell me about the purpose, where can people learn more about it? And, uh, and t tell me, uh, you know, just a little bit about uh, what you're trying to accomplish with it. Really fast before I do that, I've got a scripture I want to give yes, you. Yes, please. Okay. So um, it's Proverbs 24. And um, it's I'm just going to do one through five. Do not be envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them. For their, mind divide, uh, divide, their minds devise violence, and their lips talk of trouble. By wisdom, a house is built and by understanding it is established and by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong and a man of knowledge increases in power. Um, the, the, it, it, the whole, yeah, it, it's the part verse four and, and by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. And so I, I feel that like, even what you were talking about, everything has been stripped from you. And it's like, it's been really lean and, and, and a hard time. It's like, he is showing you and, and his riches aren't always necessarily like, like, you know, rubies or what I would want them to prefer to be sure. Yeah. Sometimes they are sometimes it's, but it's what, and it's being able to see your, the richness of him and what he has given you. It's like, you're walking in the divine riches of your glorious inheritance that has been given by him. And so I, can I pray really fast before I tell Please. about my podcast? Please. So Father, I thank you for this show. And I thank you, Lord, for Alan and his faithfulness to continue forward, even through the pain and even through the unknown as he has walked through what has felt like a dark storm cloud. Lord, I thank you, God, that that you are the light of the world and, and that you love him and, and you love this entire audience, every single person that's watching this. And so Father, I thank you for filling them up with faith to step out into the depths of what you were calling them to do. And Lord, I thank you that even in this situation with what's happening in our nation, where there's been so much that has been stolen from we, the people, Lord, I thank you, God, that you are a just judge and that you are rendering justice in this time on behalf of your people. And so father, I just ask you right now for every single person that needs encouragement, 
it. They need hope. Lord, I thank you, God, that you are the comforter. And I pray that they would experience you in a way that they have never known and that they would be able to walk in true intimacy with you and that they would know you in spirit and in truth. And Lord, I thank you, God, that that this is a glorious time. We know that, that gross darkness is trying to cover the earth, but I pray that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord would cover the earth uh, as the as the waters. And so, Father, I thank you, God, for that. And uh, bless the people. Bless Alan. Bless the show. In Jesus' name, amen. <sighs> thank you. I needed that. Thank you all out there for praying along with us, along our sides. Uh, something I don't do enough in front of the of the camera, but all of us as a community have definitely done, and I needed that. Thank you, Cassandra. You're welcome. Yes, of course. It is um this uh this this community as a whole, and the amens are flying in now. God bless you guys. Where there is more than one, there is a church, and where there is strong spirituality there is a preacher no matter who may like it or not god bless you cassandra tell me more about uh, what you have coming into the near future for you and a little bit about uh, what your goals are into the uh coming into the year here going into next year well so justice uncensored whenever i i did my show i thought about you i'm like he's probably thinking that i'm like hijacking his name but uh god gave me that name in 2017 nice and use he, it he said it wasn't, it wasn't time yet. And I had to put it on the shelf and I waited. And, uh, what was amazing is when it was time it happened and crazy enough, my first interview, uh, for justice uncensored was with Roger Stone. And, Excellent. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and what's interesting about that is my scripture is Amos five twenty four. Let justice roll like a river and righteousness like a never failing stream. Mm, well, amen. So, yes. Well, what's so amazing about that is this year on five twenty four, May twenty fourth, Justice Uncensored was launched. Nice. And, and so I am, I've started it. I was doing it out of a studio. I was going back and forth right outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee to a studio. And I had a friend and that was another God orchestrated thing, but my friend no longer has a studio. So I'm in this, I need to talk to you about these things. Cause I need to like figure out how to keep going and be yeah. able to do this while I forge forward because i can't absolutely. always go to a studio you yeah know? absolutely i will help you in any way that has been part of what i've been trying to do too is is to use this platform to help elevate voices especially voices like yours so i will do whatever i can to help you on that front and maybe we can do a another gathering when we relaunch again to make sure that uh your voice is heard to the audience out there that where can we can that interview be found or do you know where that can be found uh the the interview the the first justice uncensored with roger stone well, it's it's all on Rumble, just, and you can go to justiceuncensored.com. My website still needs uh, work. You and, and me both. Uh, I mean, well, the part, the second page, I had a copywriter person that helped me, and what she wrote about Jesus, she did great, but she clearly doesn't really know him. So don't hold it against me what it says on the second page. And, um, and, but anyways, I've got to get certain things worked out. So, um, but my, the interview that went, there's also another one with Patrick Byrne. That one 
was really, really, really good. So go to justiceuncensored.com. I've got all of these interesting people that are on there. Some people you'll know, some you'll, you won't know, but soon we're going to be up and going again. And my, what I want to do is a live format. I prefer live. Nice. I look forward to uh, helping you in any way I can. Thank you for taking the time to spend with us to help spread, uh, sp- spread the message of God and the message of something a little more important that I think more people should probably be talking about today. Cassandra Watkins, you can find her Watkins. You can find her on Facebook and plenty of other places. Look for justice Uncensored on rumble for all of her links will be over there as well. And do me a favor. If you can, for this great community out there, lift her up in any kind of way and help her spread the message of God. Cassandra, thank you for joining us today. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Stand by one. And I will wrap it up here with everyone out there today. Thanks guys. A great crowd over there today. I didn't mean to do that. Thank you guys over there for being over there today. God bless you guys. Thank you all very much. The Rumble crowd, the scratching has been released. A great group of Patriots, 2645 gold pills today with a bunch of great new subscriptions that are going to help lift me up going into the future. Thank you guys. If you guys missed the show today, go back and watch the first hour and the second hour. You're going to want to check it out. Toria Venmore, RP4L, Jiggy Bear, R4Sense, Val, Offgrid, B4, BFA, uh, Creative Writer, Just Josie, a great crowd over there at the Fox World Lab. Thank you guys very much. The Rumble crowd, thank you again for the Rumble rant and a, and a very generous donation to the cause today. Thank you and God bless you. Great crowd over there as well. And Twitch, much love and God bless you all. You guys have a great evening. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. See you guys back here tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Abe. Have a great evening. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.